Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive, mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. We are so excited for you to listen to this episode. We have an incredibly special guest today. Her name is Grace Kavanaugh, and she does many things, but what we mostly focus on is her as a channeler. And both um, Dr. Nicole and I have had the pleasure of doing channeling sessions with her, and it's a really special experience. And instead of like solely a healing experience, it's a great kind of guide for you. and the energy of what's going on for you or the world at the time. And so we're really excited for you guys, especially to learn about what channeling is because it's so unique. Yeah, and I think just what's neat about getting advice from any healer or doctor or practitioner you see when you receive a channeling, it's so different. I mean, it's like worldly advice kind of it's like yeah what they channel just is feels like such different I'm going to keep using the word advice but it's like insight whatever word works for you it's just it feels so different because it's almost on like a global perspective yeah and the cool thing too you guys won't just learn about channeling you're actually going to experience a channeling session in this episode so around halfway through she drops in and does a channeling for us, which is really special. Um, and she focuses on just like what insight would be helpful for us this year in 2020. Yeah. And just notice how you feel when she's going through the channeling. She talks about it a little bit after of like what um, different people feel after they experience it. I would say for both Abby and I, we get really tired. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just take into account kind of how you feel. Yeah. And Grace was so gracious. She is, um, has a special offer for all of our listeners. If you wish to work with her, whether it be in, she does like online groups, she does individual sessions, all of that. So you can find details for that in the show notes. And we also, especially cause she talks so much about superfoods as well. We wanted to talk about our partner for their foods. We are obsessed with their collagen that we love to put in coffee or tea and they also make some like turmeric to- turmeric tonics, matcha, matcha, and some other superfood things. And it's an all-female-owned company, and we love that too. So if you want to try further food and get a little bit of a discount, you can use code Coffee with the Docs at checkout. So I think that's it. Yeah. Enjoy the episode. Okay. All right, welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are, we're really excited because today is a little bit different. Uh, Dr. and Abby and I usually don't get to record literally together in the same space and we're doing a steamboat weekend. And Not on a steamboat. Not on a steamboat. <laughs> in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's really neat because we get to record together, and today we're talking to Grace, who is just um, an amazing healer person. Just she's got so much wisdom to share herself. And we've both done sessions with her together. Oh, that's right. We totally have both done sessions with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's amazing. So it's just an extra special episode. So we're really excited that all of you guys are listening. And Grace, we'd, I mean, we'd just love you to start by introducing yourself to everybody. Mm, Thank you. Okay. Well, I am Grace Kavanaugh and, um, I am a, uh, let's see, you know, an introduction and introducing yourself. I'm a human (laughs) (laughs) actually. Um, I'm a mother, uh, And I'm a spiritual seeker my whole life. That's like what I would say is the overall, you know, I'm a sister, a mother, a daughter, all the things. And um, my spiritual life has been the primary thing that has driven my life. But um, 
you know, overall, I've lived a long and uh, interesting life thus far. So I'm a channeler, a clairvoyant, a clairaudient. Um, I'm a hypnotherapist, uh, guided imagery master, a a lot of those those, like title things that we get that make us something, you beautiful docs, you. (laughs) (laughs) And I, um, you know, I'm a spiritual teacher, guide and mentor for in a lot of ways for all the things that I've literally had to um, initiate through myself. So one of the things that I feel that I... uh, am and be and do in the world is I am an open vessel and book like a channel to support and help others you know wake up into the next layer of life the next layer of living spiritually speaking um, and shift and change and transform and grow so all the things that I've ever been done or experienced are a part of like my toolbox and um, everything I offer uh, being a clairvoyant and a psychic medium and channeler definitely is another thing, right? It's a um, part of my wiring, as I say, because I literally do have clairvoyance and visionary states of being uh, like every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, that that's a thing about my life that is... Um, something that I really had to learn how to anchor inside myself, become okay with, uh, took a long time, I shut the gifts down. So there's a long story about all of that too, but that gives you a little tiny summation. <laughs> yeah, well, it's cool that, you know, a lot of the things that you said you've you've been through a lot. So your gifts are that much more... I don't know, beautiful in a certain way. And I way. think so many people in the healing world, like we all have our own story, right? Yeah. Right. How we got to where we are, uh, you know, through different experiences. But Grace, we always start out. So, you know, our podcast is called Coffee with the Docs because yeah. we love cozying up with a warm drink while we record. So we always like to start out asking our the people we interview, what mm-hmm. is your current drink of choice? Mm, I love that. I love that question because I love cozying up with warm drinks too. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm definitely a coffee gal, and also I've been into uh, matcha a lot lately. So, mm. I mean, not just matcha tea, but the actual ceremonial grade green powder that is ridiculously wow. good for you. Mm-hmm. So antioxidant, and so I heat that up, and I add different types of like, you know creamers and you know almond milks and honey and stevia different types I'm just kind of like that and then lately I too I've been doing a little collagen in my coffees or in my matcha even and making smoothies so it can be actually I call it a warm tonic and so I add a lot of different kinds of things like um real cinnamon good cinnamon and um what else do I do oh lucuma um lucuma is an awesome butterscotchy uh fruit that when you yeah, it's a superfood. I, I do amazing. A- I've never what? heard of that before. Yeah, uh, you guys don't even know I'm a superfood queen. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Lucuma. All right, we'll look it up. Yeah, you're going to have to look up that. Yeah, put a lot of things like ashwagandha and reishi mushrooms in my superfood smoothie tonics. So it doesn't have to, when you say smoothie, a lot of people think of it as like a fruit or a, a cold thing. And my smoothies are very often like a warm, hot coffee type mocha e uh hot tonic thing <laughs> I mean, we're coming over to your like superfood coffee bar <laughs> yeah you make us it tonics. sounds like it's a 25 dollar drink but i'm in right you are so true thousand <laughs> percent at least 25 dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean maybe we get like a coffee with the docs discount but like if it's 32 bucks i'm in right Travel this far, girls, I promise. <laughs> so fun. And the other question we ask everybody that we interview is, what is your latest biohack? And this can be literally anything that's like, you know, in the more spiritual realm to something that's like, I've been dying to put collagen in my coffee and that really, you know, it could be literally anything. But is there something lately that you've been using as a biohack that's been awesome for you? Um, yeah, I've, okay. There's there's a number of things because I'm kind of always on that quest, honestly, <clears throat> because I'm always kind of regulating myself with my energies and my, you know, how much 
how much I'm doing or not doing or how I'm feeling or not feeling or, you know, the freaking planets and all the things. So I'm always um, deep diving on how can I make this body uh, feel better and live better. And so my biohacks uh, most of the time are about uh, things I ingest and things I'm doing in the sunshine. So sunshine is a number one thing for me. If I, I was thinking about it today as I was stretching a little outside on my yard and doing some meditation in the sunlight because it's winter, obviously, and I'm like, God, I can only survive in the warmth. <laughs> right. so, my, so my biohack, honestly, one of the best ones for me that really um, – makes me feel more energized and just overall good is sun gazing. If it's sunset, which is a whole nother topic or being in the sun, closing my eyes and putting my face to the sun and sort of meditating and sort of, I know it's going to sound weird to some people, but downloading the light codes from the sun. It's sort of a, it's a real thing. It's something that you can kind of like investigate if you're curious what that really would mean. But I feel, um, like it gives me an illuminated consciousness, if you will. It's not just the sun or the light or the heat, but it's all of that and then a spiritual connection to invisible light streams, honestly. So that's one piece. And then the other thing like, is like what we were saying. I'm into superfoods. I'm a little um, into keto, but I'm not a big meat eater. So I'm, I play around with that kind of thing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a few. I'm into it all for sure. I so remember you teaching about the sun gazing. Yeah. Would you mind saying, isn't it a very, very short statement that you say to the sun when you're. Well, so I've I've played with that so much. And so, yeah, there's a lot of different things you can actually do. Some people, you know, you could just say, I love you. I'm grateful because we are without the sun. You know, we all know it. There's no life here. We just and so there's something profound in the ancient, you know, peoples who understood that that principle right there, that the that without the sun, we would be nothing. Now, that that there's sort of a praise and a gratitude that you can just give like I open my heart, my mind, my body, my soul to the light, and I ask for the highest to come in. Simple. Mm, something, you know, something along those lines. It's, it doesn't have to be what I say. I always tell people, you know, this is what I say. This is what I'm saying now. Maybe five years ago, I was saying something a little different. I might have tweaked things a little bit, but then I offer those ideas And then I always say to everyone, you know, find what is the language and the words that feel the most aligned and most lit up in you, the truth Mm -hmm. for you. So like I'll go to the beach and I do a lot, 20 minutes away from Malibu at Zuma. And I just go there often, winter, all, all all the seasons. And um, I'll sit at the ocean and I'll just put my face to the sun and I just like give a lot of love and gratitude and I just... I have this relationship, honestly, with the sun, with the light and with the consciousness that comes forward that way. Um, sun gazing, you can people can look that up. I'm not an expert, but what I do know is that it is super powerful at sunset, at the horizon line. You don't look directly at the sun and you begin over time. You look at the sun around the sun and you start to gaze. You soften your gaze. When you get practicing enough I would say like give it a week and then you can look a little closer and then in time what you find is your eyes they register the light differently at sunset and then what the other thing I always say too is if that's just too much or too scary for people um close your eyes and look through your eyelids at the sun you you practice you're receiving almost as much of that same kind of transmission And what does that mean, transmission? Like, that just means, like, there are literally information streams on the light of the sun. The beams of sunlight carry information codes. We're sort of these, um, well, we aren't sort of. We are electromagnetic beings on an electromagnetic earth connected in a solar system of electromagnetism. So we can't help but be affected by these things, if you bring consciousness, if you bring awareness to that, then you activate another level of that receiving. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's yeah. amazing. That's like the best biohack ever yeah. so far. <laughs> Sun gazing. I love it. Start your day that way. End your day that way. Yeah. Right. What else do you need? Nothing. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not well, Grace. Yeah, exactly. So, Grace, a lot of our listeners might have never even heard of or especially experienced um, a session with a channeler. So could you just give us, like, what is your definition of a channeler? Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, channeling has has uh, always been happening on this planet with people, with humans. Um, whether or not that's been the way that I, quote, technically do it or not. Uh, I also will say that I, I'm sure that even if people don't really know what it is, um, the truth is, is that you can be channeling when you are, um, you know, playing your best game of tennis, you can be channeling when you are, you know, um, I don't know, let's see what else writing the best, you know, book or poetry or something channeling is like being in a state of consciousness that is in receivership and transmission so the way that i am a channeler is i'm receiving information like how we would say psychically but my body is very open and attuned to receive that information over years and years and years of practice so I, um, as a channeler, the way that I channel, I'm, re- I'm literally speaking the language through my um, body to give information from different realms of consciousness, like the angelic realm. So a lot of people, um, a, lot, a lot of people know about from like the 60s. I mean, even if you go back to, um, oh gosh, I just had to draw a blank on his name. What? Uh, hmm. I can't remember his name. Hold on. It'll come back. They call him the sleeping prophet. It just, he's, oh my gosh, it'll come back to me. How can I forget? That's okay. Um, it's just a blank right there, but, um, lots of channelers in our day and age of time, actually in the, you know, many, many, many. So, um, I'm trying to think, um, channelers like Abraham, which is Esther Hicks. She channels mm-hmm. and she's very well known now in our culture in the last like 20, 30 years for sure. Um, she's been doing it since the eighties as well. Um, in the sixties, there were things that are called the Seth books. Those were channeled books. Some people say that the course in miracles are channeled, which actually they are. Um, there's a lot of books. There's a lot out there channeled material. And, um, I channel a collective called Osira. There's 12 beings of light. They're like angels, angelic guides, guardians, protectors. Um, and they're really of a higher vibration of consciousness. Essentially, they're just not in a physical body on the earth. And they're light. They're light. We are all light, but that's a whole other conversation. So channeling is um, being receptive and having the ability to allow that information to stream through you in a in a cohesive enough way where either you're writing it or you're speaking it and a lot of channelers have written and not spoken Mm. you know Mm. you know so there's a lot of there is a lot of ways but that you know it's like the great like great composers the great musicians the great singers i mean god whitney houston she was channeling like this voice right this something that made you move through something move through you, but that's artistry. This is just, I'm not anything comparable to Whitney Houston. I'm just, um, channeling information, right? Channeling, channeling energy, light, love, information, wisdom, guidance, um, support, because it's not easy being human. So we're going through these things on earth. And I mean that back in like the Greek times and, ancient Egyptian times and beyond and beyond, there were the oracles, there were the seers, they were the priestesses, they were the high priests, they were the ones who were the shamans who could see and connect to the different realms and worlds that are part of the reality that we live in. And I'm like that. That's perfect. Yeah, that (laughs) makes total sense. And Grace, I know for you too, sometimes um, other beings come in in your sessions. Can you talk about who else you work with? 
Well, yeah, and that's a great question because it's really not – okay, so I love it because you asked it like that. So one of the things I have to say about that is that in my long journey to even be willing to do this, I had to learn discernment. And so I only channel certain certain beings. I'm like I have learned what at the beginning in the, in, in the first number of many years I didn't really understand – the um, boundaries that I needed to create and and the kinds of container I would need to hold and become the kind of um, I had to learn a lot in order to know that uh, you I only wanted to serve and be a vessel or a transmitter of the highest the best the most integritous uh, truth wisdom light love and healing I didn't you know obviously nobody really wants negative or nefarious energies, but there are those. So I kind of had to learn that. And I have this boundary. I only channel, there's a, there's basically four at this point that I will channel. I channel Osira, I channel Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene and Isis, Queen Isis. And, um, only in the last five years, have I been really willing to dive enough into the divine feminine, which is the kind of con- what I c- kind of lump together as Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, and Isis? Um, they are the names and faces of a lineage of divine feminine energy that I have seen and I believe is in and and is in the world actually now very very strong through other. Um, not only channelers, but women um, who uh, and men who are who are holding the new frequency of that force, the divine feminine rising, that the mother energy is going to rise more in consciousness here on the earth to support these massive changes that we're going through. So my choice, my declaration, my devotion, and my um, absolute line is that I will channel only the highest beings of light right so those those are the ones yeah that's awesome and what are some of the benefits you would say for somebody who would be receiving a channeling session so um goodness having a channeling session like if if you're a person who gets to have a, a true high integrity um pure divine channeled experience um benefits are like if it's a one-on-one session if you get to have a one-on-one you get to talk about you your soul your your body your uh lifetime this lifetime and anything and everything in it and maybe probably um you know all the many or many of the past lives that you have had which um is another piece of the conversation because you know someone who's new to that would go well, wait a minute, I don't even know, is that real? You know, like, is past life living real? Well, that's another piece of, I would say, the awakening of our spiritual nature. To kind of come to our soul is going to require us to possibly expand the idea that we've been here before. I only say that knowing there's plenty of people out there who are beginning that journey. I personally had... Uh, had the awareness that I was born again, meaning I was a five-year-old little girl standing on the street corner in Carlsbad, California, and I remembered in that moment completely, and I never lost the memory that I had been here so many times before, and here I was again doing another lifetime. So I never not I never did not believe in reincarnation or past lives. It was just literally wired into me from the time I was very that was born so um for other people who are who are learning about that or thinking about that or pondering that in a session you get to hear about like like many of the um supportive and possibly challenging past lifetimes that you are um dealing with or clearing karma from or um you have relationships that are linked because of those past lives and that's super helpful information because i have had some of them my clients over the years have come back to me year after year and different things saying my god you know when i learned this about my relationship with this person or my family member here or that person there 
they they could see and then continue on in their journey with that person and see how this bit of information they got about that, those past lives together super potentized the relationship, super aligned them to um, a next level of growth with that person or why things are the way they are with that person mm -hmm. and um, what the opportunity in this lifetime is. And that's also another thing. I mean, like when you have a one-on-one -on -one session channeling with someone, um, if it's really a good session, you can have information given to you. And if you take that directive, your life can be really supported. It can be in health. It can be in emotional wellness. It can be in actively like, uh, sometimes the, like sort of the idea of, um, the practical of like, Oh, should I, you know, is it time for me to move? I mean, it's, it's, it's beyond a psychic reading, if you will, um, and you as the person, and you both know this, you as the person getting that reading, get to ask questions and have a full on conversation with these beings. And it's pretty magical and it's pretty potent. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Oh, totally. No, totally. It's such a different perspective too. I just remember like, sometimes I had been in a channeling with you or and you're they're talking about these like really big global issues and you're like, yeah, my question doesn't seem so like <laughs> that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, you're like, oh, I guess it, it doesn't puts really a lot matter. What are my Never mind. About? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about like something. Yeah, it's like it's so it just I feel like it like really puts things into perspective and some things don't feel so big as they did before. Yeah, that's true. And but I also think that like what we're saying too is on that personal level. Even if they talk about those big global things or those big like soul transcendent things, it helps you deal with those things mm -hmm. that seem, you know, that are the practical, that are the linear, that are the worldly things that we are as human beings on the ground in boots dealing with, you know? Yeah, totally. No, definitely. Um, and I also remember too, just like some bean had come through. I think it was Mary Magdalene and... I think, I mean, I don't even know if I asked a question. I think I was just like crying. I was like, yeah, where is this coming from? <laughs> I, I love that you say that because that is like, that's the raw truth. Even you may even have a connection to Mary Magdalene, but the energy is so palpably different than Osira, right? And, and then this happens all the time. I mean, I truly mean it. It's, someone can come and they'll have this experience with Osiris and they're wonderful people definitely have their it's like a, a the, the thing is you may not even know the the being or what you just have you're triggered by a release they're they're healing they're loving they're clearing it's you can feel the energy and there's kind of a bigger thing going on there than what we often think we're coming for okay yeah totally I I definitely felt that and do mm -hmm. you, do you record your sessions and, you know, what does it feel like for you when you're channeling? Do you, do you kind of go somewhere? Like how, how is that where you can almost step back and let something else speak through you? So that took a lot of um, practice. I'll be honest. I mean, it, um, I find it fascinating when people one day to the next say, now I'm a channeler because I just, uh, I know that with um, channeling, there's a there's a big big curve of learning there, and for me personally, um, I was having a radical psychic awakening, um, and that was started in like 2005 after my father was killed, and my, my all of my psychic gifts literally came roaring in after he died very suddenly, and I sort of went into shock, and then I was dealing with this. I was like in my middle 30s, I think, at that time, and I had two children, and then couple years later, I mean, a couple months later, my ex-husband, he, um, he moved out. I was a single mom. And meanwhile, I was dealing with this psychic phenomenon that was happening through me. Um, I was having visions. I was, you know, going through a lot. Um, I always was very attuned, intuitive and psychic as a child, but now I was like, really, it was like all the time. And it was like, it felt like a happening to me thing um, at the time because I didn't have any teachers. I didn't have any guides. 
And what happened is I would I, I had a lot of anxiety from this experience. So I started to meditate. And after about three months of like constant meditating, I started to have these experiences with energies in the room that were, were real and were literally sort of I, I often say nudging me and sort of tapping me on the shoulder. It was like they kind of wanted my attention. And I was really, I wasn't unfamiliar with what what channeling is. I, I wasn't unfamiliar because my mother was a channeler. Um, she wasn't quite a channeler the way that I am now, but she was. And so I wasn't unfamiliar with it. In fact, when I was 15 years old um, in like 1983, <laughs> I was, uh, my mom <laughs> My mom had a channeler to our house. This woman was tra- traveling. I lived on the coast of Oregon. She was traveling through, and somehow, I don't know how, but she ended up at our house, and this group of people came. And I'm 15, I'm just sitting there, and I had this experience with that woman. And, you know, then I moved on with my 15-year-old life, doing my 15-year-old thing. And yet, that really stuck with me. I had no concept that, you know, 25 years later, I would be on embarking on exactly that kind of same path. And when I was, one of the things that happened is I had this experience where these beings, I knew they, they were just like literally clairvoyant, uh, clairaudiently. Like, so it's like hearing clairaudience um, is, it's sometimes I can hear it outside of the room, in the room where nobody else is going to hear it. And then sometimes I can hear it just inside and I know it's not my own voice. So there is a very distinct learning curve with all of this. But, you know, the truth is, is this is some people are super wired for it and other can, others can develop a skill of it to a certain extent. For me, it, I'm wired for it because to hear other voices in the room and not think you're – well, I did – like, no. <laughs> I kind of thought I was crazy a little. I'm losing it, man. But I knew I wasn't because I I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything. I knew in my heart and soul I was having a spiritual awakening. Right. And wow. so um, when I was on this kind of what I call the learning curve of all this, at some point they wanted to speak through me. And they told – they I, I began the process very like it was – awful. It was so ugly to me. It was so uncomfortable. My ego was like, no freaking way are we going to do this, you know? And, um, eventually I, I had two people who committed to sit with me for basically almost a year every week at her studio. And we just muddled through me learning how to allow my body to open up my, my voice, my language, and move my egoic, you know, construct of grace aside. And I found that I was really good at it. I have this ability to um, shift. And so that shifting made it um, to where I sort of step aside. It's almost like a meditation and it's like a trance-like state. I go away, but there's often this awareness because because of my clairvoyance they use a lot of pictures to describe things and talk about things and I see those imprints so I leave essentially and I come back to my body I don't remember the conversation it's like a a fading dream like when you're waking up and you think oh my god I won't forget this dream but then Mm -hmm. in less than minutes you totally forgot it that's how every session is for me. That um, totally that, makes sense because I think people can really relate to that. Like you wake up and you're like, what just happened? Like, did I... Like, you know something happened, but you can't remember what it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, after doing this for over, I don't even know now, 15, it's definitely over 15 years, but I'd actually have to count. Um, I, I feel that I, I'm so used to it. It's but at the same time, I'll come back and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is what we're doing. <laughs> right. 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 Definitely. Well, like, oh, and yeah, so- I'm Grace and I'm Chandler. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and so here you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Grace, we would love to for like the second half of this podcast episode because, you know, we could talk about it all day long, but it's something totally different <laughs> to experience it. True, true. We love... Um, for you to provide that experience for our listeners so they can experience some channeling for themselves. 
Awesome. Okay, I can definitely do that. And um, so uh, what I like to tell people when I'm doing this, and especially since this is a podcast, people can't exactly see me, but they can feel it. And I think, you know, the energy, one thing I say about um, channeling and channelers or psychics, mediums, clairvoyants, any of the things that you would go to for with someone like that is, you know, um, let it drop in and feel if it's the truth, if it sparks truth in you, you know, um, some people are not right for some people, some people are. So you just have to choose your people, I suppose. And, um, so when I go into it on a podcast and you can't actively see me, um, just want your listeners to know that what I do is I, um, I close my eyes and I breathe for a minute, less than a minute, and I just kind of go and do the thing that I do. And then they come in and, and I say they, it's because Osara is a collective of 12. I call them the guardians of light and family of light, angels, um, beings of, you know, the highest light and highest wisdom. And um, their voice converges as one through my voice. And so while you're all going to be hearing this, my eyes are closed and it's like streaming, streaming through. And then, um, and then I'll come back. So yeah, we'll see what they have to say. And like you both know, I never know what they're going to say. I don't know what the topic's going to be about. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) I love it. No, we're so grateful and we're so excited to see like what comes through. And we did want to tell our listeners because you know, these episodes don't always come out, obviously, right when we're recording. And so I know today is kind of unique, too, with the eclipse and a full moon eclipse. And um, yeah. January 10th, January 10th. Yeah, lots of big energy coming through. And so, um, yeah, we're just think, really excited. Yeah, I think it's a really um, definitely an auspicious time that we ended up <laughs> after many months nailing down this day. Who knew? I know. It's perfect. I didn't yeah. even, you know, I didn't know. And it is a very powerful day we're having on January 10th, 2020 right now, which is a um, lunar eclipse and a full moon. And it's kind of an eventful one. It's something that hasn't happened. It doesn't happen all the time. This is a 30-year cycled one um, where the planets are aligned exactly. And um, it's wow. pretty potent. I didn't know so. that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I knew it was like yeah. a big one, but I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really big. And actually this whole eclipse cycle we've been in, so we've been, we're in sandwiched in right now. The sec- we're having the second one of two in the last like less than two weeks. The, the, the last one we just had was a solar eclipse and it was on Christmas um, day night. So the 25th of December, 2019, just a couple weeks ago or less, right? Um, That was a solar eclipse. And so in the time between then and now, we've been going through that energy, which really does change things. Eclipse energies bring up a lot and they shift us on this uh, in, in a collective way as humanity and um, it holds energy for for six months. So what's crazy is for us, we're going through just having a solar eclipse, and now we're having a lunar eclipse, and right. both of these eclipses are setting up energy for six months. So like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, meaning like, really so cool. it sets up the energy for six months, meaning like yeah. it's kind of influencing the next six months of our life? Absolutely. Kind of, okay, Absolutely. got it. Yeah, there's a lot for anybody who's listening anytime later, you know, and even today or tomorrow, you guys can really look up this and and I don't, I'm definitely not an eclipse expert. I'm not an astrology expert, but I definitely, definitely personally feel the energies. That's why I kind of turn towards astrology and look at, uh, you know, planetary alignments at, at times to get the oh, the wonder I'm feeling so heavy right. or so whatever, you know, they're, they affect us far more than we realize, even if we're not really into that thing. So then when you turn towards that stuff and you get a little confirmation, it's kind of supportive. And so I've, I've noticed that all the people that I'm working with are going through big things. A lot of people right now have been sick. A lot of people are going through major changes. So there, it's a lot. We're, we're, we're shifting. 2020 is going to be a massive year of changes and it's exciting. And we also know collectively there's a lot of other stuff going on. So I think um, it's one of the reasons why I was excited that we were doing this podcast at this time. Cause like at the beginning of the year, I like to um, 
offer free things and give things, you know, with the channeling work that I do at a much wider level so that people can be supported for the, for the kind of six months and year process that we go through. Love our, that. Love that. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. So <clears throat> I'll just go ahead and breathe and do my thing and see when they, when, how long it goes and what happens. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> to you dear ones we are the one known as Osaira and we are in fact overjoyed to be in this alignment with you we are recognizing you we are recognizing the way in which this configuration is moving the alignment between you and our beloved channel we are recognizing the quote 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 platform that you are on the energy signature that is being created in this opportunity the way in which the movement will reach many hearts minds and souls we are happy for that it is a light, uh, a, a light connection, the word, the word, the word, a connection to the light source that each and every one of you are anchoring new uh, frequencies that we see that are uh, infiltrating, we would say infiltrating in a positive way, the earthly realms that you are participating in. We are that collective known as Osaira. We are aligned to different dimensional frequencies. We could say bandwidths of consciousness. You could say, you could say light forms of beingness, that which we carry. We do not have a physical body as our beloved channel had mentioned, but we do have what you would say, the consciousness of light force that is the alignment of eternal source energy. We are in the great remembering the way that you are only we are not veiled on the earth in the way you are. The remembering that is occurring upon the earth is awaking gradually. You are in an extraordinary time to be humans on the earth at this time. We are recognizing, we would say, to acknowledge. We mean to say to you, we are acknowledging that you are all mm, 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 collectively going through huge leaps. Humanity as a whole is going through a, the word, the word, the word, maturing. You are evolving. You are energetically, consciously, spiritually, and physically evolving as a consciousness of oneness as called humanity. Now, one of the things we often bring to our human friends is, how does that serve me, Osira, our friends say? How does that make it so that I can live here on this earth in a better way? We, we hear our friends ask us variable questions like this. And one of the things we want to acknowledge is how it is that your own inner experience is literally everything. How it is you begin to relate with yourself on the interior, on the inside, on the within-ness, that you begin to understand that this game you are playing on the earthly realm is not exactly all the things you were taught and schooled by. It is that there is beauty, there is magnificence, there is magic, there is love, there is light in ways that you cannot comprehend yet, but you are wanting to. And that which has been holding that back is needing its reformation. It is needing its clearing. It is needing a purge. It is needing a undoing. There are old systems that must be released, relinquished, and come down in order for something extraordinarily better to be built anew. And we are recognizing that these potent times are that, exactly. We are recognizing, too, how it is that in support of our human friends, we like to offer many different ways of communicating how it is you can walk, live, be, and experience each other in ways that bring you into a higher vibration. Some of those things are, as we say, the within process. But then our friends say to us, but how do I go within, Osira? And very often, many of you are understanding that what it is you feed yourself emotionally, feed yourself psychically, plug into really matters. What you Mm -mm. put into the operating system of being human really matters. What you clear out of the operating system really matters. How it is that you care for, honor, love, and respect your inner beingness so that you understand far better that as you look outside of yourself, you are still looking at yourself. That then when you have cared for the one in, 
inside, internally, and within, you realize there is no separation. And what I see outside of myself, I must attend to the way I attend to the one within. It is to know that everything is a reflection. You are constantly looking into the mirror of life as yourself. One of the things we say about that too is how it is that the interior experience does indeed reflect your inner experience. And some of our human friends say, as in the long teachings that some of them have been doing, but how is it that no matter what I do, Osira, I still see this or I still see that? And we say then it is because technically that is still within you. And then they say things like, we'll give an example in this moment, dear ones. We would say, well, <clears throat> they say, let us see, let us see, let us see, let's give an example. Uh, the idea that, well, I am not that. I am not the murderer. I am not the one who would be harsh this way, that way. And yet there are things within a being that you would be harsh in and on yourself about, that you would chastise yourself about. These are the same reflections, just magnified differently. We would say one of the greatest lessons you come to in the world of form is the ways in which you look upon the world and begin to see how harsh you judge everything. Judgment is a wonderful thing when you are needing to use it for your survival. But it does not serve you to be judgment of everything outside of you in the ways that is not about survival. We understand that the way you can choose to incorporate love and harmony and blessings within can then ease and open the way for love and harmony and blessings to pour forward from you. The truth is, is most of our human friends that we ever, ever, ever see or encounter, we know you are all on the same desire track. You want to experience more and more frequencies of love, light, expansion, growth, safety, harmony, desire for health, prosperity, joy, happiness, harmony, to remember that you truly are living an experience that many would say is not reflective of heaven on earth. You are in heaven on earth, but it is about your interior experience. Now, one of the things we do recognize is some of our friends may say to us at this moment, if you are listening, you would say something along the lines, but it is currently not heaven on earth. Oh, sorry. And we say, we understand you are in an evolutionary process. Some things that you are facing collectively at a global level, you could say, is the results of that which it is the unconsciousness has driven you forward. And it is time for that kind of word, the word, the word, the word, reformation, as we said, the kind of clearing and purging, the kind of awakening too. It is now time to pay wider attention to the things that truly matter in your inner experience and your outer experience. And step by step, day by day, light source by light source, connection by connection, love vibration by love vibration, healing by healing, you begin to change the world. That is actually what is occurring. That is literally what is happening through even what looks like some of the darkest potential times you could be having or experiencing on the earth thus far. You all, many of you, know the certain lines of history as it has been told to you. You have had empires fall and you have civilizations crash under. These times are nothing, uh, the word, the word, the word, not, not far in this, its similarities, but you don't have to have, well, the word, the word, the word, Armageddon. You don't have to have the experience of a societies crashing and falling. Understand that internally, as the collective wholeness of your own life healing, of your own deep diving, of the digging that you would do within to support the higher consciousness that you all are, you realize you are one. And as you connect in the oneness, in the experience of humanity, you begin to make those subtle and not so subtle, the big shifts. But sometimes those big shifts, before they can even occur, you have to take down the old structures. 
Certain old structures are absolutely deteriorating. They are dying. There are old patriarchal ways that need a crumbling. There are old systems. They are like the word, the word, the word, old operating systems. They can no longer work in the higher functioning tech that you have now come to be. You are the higher tech. You are the light force. You are individually and collectively the change that you all want to experience and see and live in the world, which will be and bring heaven on earth, as we would say. Now, we give these languagings because it will literally ignite certain kinds of inspirations, creativity, creations, ways and paths that our human friends can take to align to the higher dimensional frequencies of their own soul's mission. And that's what we would say. You cannot take full responsibility for the entirety of the world, but you can Take responsibility for your entirety of your own life, your beingness, your consciousness, your health, your wealth, your prosperity, your joy, your ways of being of service unto the world and in and of yourself. That is what we would say is the greatest call upon the earth at this time. By taking your own interior responsibility for all of those kinds of things, the way that you see, mm, 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 I'm hiding this from myself, I'm hiding that from myself. You pull up the shadow, you do the work, you listen deeply. You do the works in the way, the way, the way, practices, meditations, the things that would stretch you beyond what your norm has been, you begin to change. And by that change, you carry the codes of light into the future. You are creating a future by the present moment, every second of every single day that you have breath in the body. And which we will say to each and every one of you, your breath is the absolute greatest key and absolute biggest gift you have ever been given to be in a human body. Your breath is a regulator you were not taught is an access way. It is a literal opening, word, word, word. It is the best biohacking you could have, as they have been talking about this day. We would say the opportunity to expand your breath, to realize when you are holding your breath, when you are releasing your breath of creativity onto the world, what you speak about, you bring about, what you think about, you bring about. We are saying to give you as much that we can in this moment, reaching the widest many of hearts, minds, and souls to awaken to the next level of what it is that humanity is being born and brought through, which is to be that you are creating a new earth. You are literally anchoring new codes of light of consciousness through and as each individual as you all awaken together. And as you do so, you link that light up you carry forward the intentionality of creation at the highest and next best levels and degrees. By the more of you doing this, by the more of you spreading the word, by the more of you being willing and brave enough to make love and light and consciousness the number one thing in your lives, the more of you that do that, the more of you link it up, the more of you that literally create it upon the earth. These are the most amazing, extraordinary times to be alive. And yes, we know it is extraordinarily challenging too. We are not diminishing that you are going through a whole lot of change. We are acknowledging that the change is for not nothing. It is for far greater, far greater, far greater. And what we can say that kind of might just blow some of your minds, we would say, is that you in this now moment are creating the future for the future you that is coming back to play the game again to say, ah, we did so well. Look what we did, how much we did. And here it is. I remember this is some of the magic we say that it is to be alive, to be a human, to be remembering, to be playing the game of what it is to be consciousness in action, in the flow of the divine force of all that is good, of all that is light, that is ever eternal. And we do mean that. For you do not have death, dear ones. You have eternal life, eternal light. That is actively what you are. You are the source of creation in action as a human being having the form in the game of life on earth in this timeline. This is not, of course, the only timeline and you're expanding those timelines. So many of the younger souls upon this planet are literally understanding that there is not the time and space that has been hindered to as the belief system before now. We would say to you, you are growing exponentially in consciousness, that there are billions of souls waking 
to create a world that is sustainable and that is healthy and that is right, that there is a process of death for the rebirth and you are seeing it. Hold fast to your faith of truth, that goodness is here, that there is no death, that you have come before and you will come again, and that this now moment is the perfection you asked for in the greatest awakening times on the planetary experience of human evolution. This is the quote, 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 edge of it all. You are beginning to be growing into the new humanity as it is called upon earth, the new earth. We look forward to the kinds of ways that we can support our human friends on this evolutionary exciting ride we say that is so extraordinary. Now, we also want to say in acknowledgement, we know, we know there are human beings going through what would be not so extraordinary experiences. There are animals going through things that on this planet are not so extraordinary. We are not discounting that you are going through what you would say is the shadow and the light. You are going through this kind of experience of what it is to birth a new experience into the world. This is what you are all experiencing. What you have to remember is that it is for but just a moment. It seems like forever, it seems like a long life, it seems like pain, it seems like agony. We know, we are not dismissive of that. We are saying to you, collectively, if you can remember that there is something far more extraordinary, magnificent, beautiful, benevolent, happening here, even through when it is hard, torturous and painful, that you must clear these hard, torturous, painful lines of experience that have been held to and tethered to the framework, the structures, the, the literal construction of the world, that those ways of being are needing to go. And as you do this collectively, you revamp, you heal, you change, you clear out those old programs. And as you do that, you birth into the experience of something greater. We are witness to your magnificence. We are witness to your majesty. There is a extraordinary, extraordinary benevolence happening here even when there seems to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fear and darkness. But we are holding with you that the light is gaining and we are with you forevermore. We look forward to more conversations with our human friends. We bid you the most loving and magical and happy adieu. Amazing. Perfect wow. message for perfect. our audience. It was perfect. Wow. Yeah. Lots of things in there, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. There was a lot wow. of information. You, but it was yeah, amazing. there was no questions, but that was good. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it was perfect. It felt very... I mean, like, I felt like it addresses everything, no matter what somebody is going through. You can still take away that message and like see meaning in it. It was a great, yeah. I feel like energetic, um, kind of like guideline going through the year and what's kind of just going on for people individually or collectively in the world. And, you know, just like they're supported. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And the one thing that I often try to remember to say is that, Sometimes those um, messages, when they come through, like what you were saying, Abby, is, you know, um, that we can be kind of, um, we can feel a lot, we can experience something, we can open up, we can uh, tune into something. And some people get super energized by the messages, some light bulbs go on by people, some people cry a lot, some people laugh when they're in an actual channeling experience with me, either in person, online, or in a group. They'll laugh, or they'll cry, or they get super, super tired, and what that sort of is, is it's a kind of, it's a connection to your own, you know, biological consciousness that is like, oh, there's something happening here. There's a, there's an activation or there's Something's a shifting. Yeah. A healing or something that is uh, kind of opening something up or clearing something out. So if anybody did experience anything like that and just, you know, kind of 
goes away and it's like, wow, you know, let that be, let it be um, supportive because that's really what it is. That's a great point. I think so too. And so Grace, to kind of wrap things up, please tell all of our listeners, how can they find you? How can they keep in touch with you? What's your social media handle? All that stuff. If they want a session, what's the best way? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, So you can find me pretty basic um, always at gracekavanaugh.com and it's Grace Kavanaugh with a C C A V A N A U G H dot com. And then on let's see, social media, I'm uh, at on Instagram, it's Grace Kavanaugh Channel. And then um, what else? On Facebook, there's a group that we have. Is it um, I think it's Grace it's Eternal Light Foundation. That's the other thing. You can always find me at Eternal Light Foundation dot com. I think on Facebook, it's Eternal Light Foundation or Grace Kavanaugh, one of the two. You'll find me. (laughs) And, um, you know, I still do sessions, one-on-one sessions. Um, So until, like, further notice, I'm still doing sessions. Um, So people can always do that with me. Um, I do them online. I sometimes still do them in person, depending. I do um, workshops, retreats, groups, groups. I do mentorship and then, and those are just my, I just love every, I just love everything that I do. And, um, so, you know, mostly I would say that's the best way to get me and, um, and look out for all the things that I do. Cause I do a lot. Perfect. That's awesome. Well, Grace, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Thank you for thank you channeling you such a beautiful Seriously. message and um, we will um, we'll let everybody know everything that you said in the show notes. And thank you so much. Yeah, thank it was you amazing. Both. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Abby. Thank you for, for being with me on the journey. For uh, Thank you so much for inviting me onto your podcast. What a wonderful blessing and an opportunity. And it's so awesome that you two are doing such you know, positive, fun, and real work in the world. Thank you. Oh, thank you for saying really? that. You're it's welcome. true. Mm-hmm. All right. Signing mm-hmm. off.